Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. This is Last Drinks Podcast, a new conversation about how to navigate an awesome life without alcohol, reframing the cultural norms around alcohol in our lives, and hosted by me, Maz Compton, sober since 2015. Hello and welcome to another episode of Last Drinks. I don't know why I was about to sing then, but um, I guess I could sing a song. I could sing Happy Mother's Day, um, but I won't sing. I'll just say it. Happy Mother's Day. To all the mums out there and gosh, you're amazing. If you're a mum, you're just brilliant. And I also want to acknowledge anyone who's missing their mum today for whatever reason. Maybe she's passed on. Um, Maybe you're not in touch. Maybe you live away from each other. And today could be, you know, a day that's tinged with a bit of sadness for some people too. Um, And today is also a day for a lot of people to celebrate and to just shower their mums with love. So whether you're celebrating or whether it is, you know, a bit of a sad day for you, either way, um, thinking of you and sending you all a big hug, I actually have a special gift to share with all of the listeners to this wonderful podcast. I'm going to get to that in a minute. Uh, This is a bit of a different episode and you'll understand why in a sec. I'm not doing a chat this week. I just wanted to chat to you guys and just, I wanted to share three things you can do for your mum on Mother's Day, if you are going to do something for your mum on Mother's Day, that don't involve alcohol. Because something that I've noticed this week in particular is in the lead up to Mother's Day, there's a lot of alcohol advertising. There is, there are a lot of boozy memes floating around, which I think are trying to be funny and some people may find hilarious. But as somebody who really wrestled with my relationship with alcohol and as somebody who's got lived experience with alcohol not being the best choice for me, I find those memes really difficult to laugh at. I find them impossible to share, uh, but they were coming thick and fast on my algorithm this week. And it was just a reminder for me to, I guess, get a bit vocal and go, hey, we can do better than celebrating alcohol. We can do better than wishing, you know, the hours away until we can have a glass of wine we can rise up against that narrative. And I guess that's what I wanted to do in this episode really briefly is just to say there are other things that you can do for your mom or yourself if you're a mom to honor yourself, to celebrate yourself without drinking. And I know this because I've been a mom for four years now and I haven't celebrated Mother's Day with alcohol and I've managed to have a wonderful Mother's Day every single year. 
So here's my first one is take your mum or if you're a mum, <laughs> take your kids and get outside and go and get some fresh air and go and just be in nature. If you live near a beach, go for a walk along that ocean front and just suck in that salty air. If you live near a forest, go for a bit of a hike, um, a soft hike. You don't have to put on hiking boots and scale mountains. So if you want to go rock climbing, go rock climbing. But get out in nature and just be present and observe your surroundings and just recognize and realize that there is so much beauty just on your doorstep. And I think when you just can just take a moment to step outside and be surrounded by nature somewhere, there's something really calming. I feel like it resets your circadian rhythm. There's something really beautiful. There's something really simplistic about just standing and being present among trees or dirt or sand or water. So that is my first thing that you can do that will give you a natural high. It is free. Uh, there is no uh, requirement needed. You just need to get out of the house and into nature and just be there. And whether you walk or you sit or you stroll, um, do that with your loved ones and share those moments together, sharing that quality time together without interruption without any screens, just, you know, get, get down to the, the one true mother, mother nature. So that's my first suggestion. My second suggestion is if you're going to go to a hospitality venue, whether it be for a lunch or a dinner or something, don't BYO, don't take any alcohol and don't order any alcohol. Just have water, a sparkling water, a kombucha, uh, or even a mocktail, but just take the alcohol out of the equation and just see what it's like to have a meal together and not have alcohol. See what that feels like for you. Um, you know, again, I haven't had a drink for eight years and I have still managed to go out to restaurants and enjoy myself. I, you know, one of my favorite places to go is um, a place called The Boathouse and it has a really big, beautiful bar um, but I've never ordered a drink from the bar. I might have like a chai latte or um, kombucha is definitely one of my go-to um, fancy drinks. Or I just have sparkling water with a squeeze of lemon or a fresh bit of lime in it. Um, so see if you can maybe change that narrative for yourself this Mother's Day. And if you're celebrating in a hospitality venue, see what it's like to have brunch or lunch or dinner without alcohol. And just experience that. Your food might taste a little better. Um, you might find yourself having deeper, more meaningful conversations. You might find that you remember more of the quality time that you did spend with your loved ones and your family. Um, so that that's another one, you know, that's really easy and it, it is just that simple choice of, of getting to the venue and if somebody gives you the drinks menu, you can just give it back. And if there are wine glasses at the table, you can say to the waiter or the waitress, hey, we don't need these today. Or you can just tip your glass upside down 
That's what Lisa Messenger does is she'll sit down. Lisa Messenger is a wonderful woman who um, I have had on the podcast before and she said how she's 17 years sober now and she will go to a restaurant and sit down and if there's a wine glass on the table, she'll just turn it upside down. <laughs> and I love that. It's such a power move. It's like, no, I'm good. I don't need alcohol to enjoy this day. I don't need alcohol to celebrate being a mum. Um, and we don't need to drink alcohol to celebrate our mums either. We can we can actually do that in sobriety and it's it's just more meaningful and it's just a, it's deeper. So if you haven't ever done that, this is an opportunity today for you to do that. So go do that. And the third and the final one is, and maybe this is, you know, a little bit of me talking to myself out loud, um, but I am definitely a person who, if you ever ask me, like, what do you want? I'm always like, I'm good. I don't need anything um, in the present department. I'm usually just like, no, I don't. I'm fine. Like, honestly, I, and I am, a, I am a quality time person. I love spending time with my loved ones and I love experiences. So my dream Mother's Day, I think, is pretty much what we do every year. We either go sunflower picking in a sunflower field or we go to like a waterfall and go for a bushwalk. They're like my two favorite things to do. Um, but if you have asked mum what she wants and she's like, I don't want anything. I just want to spend time with my dearly beloveds. You know, that's, that is true. But just go and buy her something or make her something. And I, that will just be the cherry on the top. And making something is always, I think, if you've got the time, it's just so thoughtful. And they say it's the thought that counts. Actually, sometimes it's the gift that counts. <laughs> So make something, whether it's handwrite, a note or a card, um, or just buy her something little that she can do for herself, like a little massage or, you know, just something just so that she knows that you have thought about it and that you, are, I think what you do when you give mum a, a voucher for, you know, like a, a spa or something like that is you are saying, hey, here's, here's a bit of self-care time for you. And that I think most mums would not not want, even if they say they don't want anything, you know, I think we've got to get better at actually accepting the, the time that we do have for self-care, even if that is given to us as a gift, you know, it's also up to us to embrace that. So I am going to try to not say I don't want anything anymore and I'm actually going to try and say, yeah, you know what, I would love an hour. I just would love an hour where I can go for a walk or have a cup of tea and just um, be a, almost be alone. Um, that's sort of what I need to reset as an introvert. That's, you know, that downtime and that time away helps me be a better mum when I am in, you know, those parenting trenches alongside my husband raising our little one. So I just wanted to share those three quick things and wish everybody a really safe and sober Mother's Day. And I also wanted to give you all an exclusive gift. This, ooh, can you hear that? <clears throat> they are the 225 pages of my brand new book. My book, Last Drinks, How to Drink Less and Be Your Best is out on June 28th, but I have the very, very first copy, the very first fully printed copy 
in my hand and I wanted to read you guys the first part of the book. So let me just explain a little bit about the book. So I've, it's kind of sectioned into three, well, not kind of, it is, it's in three parts. Part one is the truth about alcohol, how alcohol is the problem, the impacts alcohol has, and how you can assess your relationship with alcohol. Part two is about sober curiosity, how sobriety is the solution. Sobriety is a superpower. And also um, in part two is an opportunity for each reader to curate their very own sober toolkit. And then part three is your last drink. It sets you up for the sober 30. It gives you the 30 benefits of not drinking for 30 days. And then it gives you a 30-day hand hold by me. Uh, and I talk you through your first 30 days sober. Now, if you have been sober for a little while, I would still say that the Sober 30 applies because there's lots of activities. There's lots of things to reflect on. There are things to journal about. There are things to try. And it's kind of like test driving all of those sober tools so that by the end of those 30 days, you know the things that work for you best in sobriety. So I wanted to read to you the very first bit, the introduction, if that is okay. And also, um, let me know if you think I should do an audio book. In a way, this is kind of like a rehearsal for an audio book. So if you like what you hear, um, let me know. Remember, you can follow along at Last Drinks Pod is the podcast Instagram for all the podcast updates. And at Maz Compton is my personal Instagram where you can see me doing my makeup at 4.30 in the morning on a time lapse. Um, but also there's lots of stuff up there about my family and my radio show and also book stuff as well. <clears throat> oh, this is so exciting. Introduction. For the most part, my adult life was one big manifestation of greatness, but my world spun on an axis where everything involved alcohol. I remember thinking to myself in 2014, how can anyone exist in a world obsessed with alcohol without alcohol? That was my first year of sober curiosity and the final year I drank alcohol. At the time though, not drinking seemed like a terrifying thought an outrageous, rebellious act, an impossible quest. In 2014, I drank a lot. What's a lot, you ask? Most days, a bottle of wine, sometimes more. You know all the stereotypical incidents depicted in the movies about raging alcoholics? People who are out of control, who have major drinking problems, they act out, end up in prison, ruin their families. And for some reason, they don't seem to have shoes. Well, none of that happened to me. I had my life in check. I had plenty of shoes. My drinking habits didn't find a rock bottom moment. I didn't hurt anyone or do anything crazy. You see, I was working in my dream job in media, living in a dream town in Melbourne, and I had met my dreamy future husband that same year. It was all good, at least on paper. And so, yes, I drank a lot. So what? I drank after work but never in the morning. I always got myself home safely after a night out. And even though I sometimes didn't remember the taxi ride home, I was okay. So it was okay, right? I had these invisible boundaries to help prove to myself and anyone who asked that I didn't have a drinking problem. No one wants to admit they have a problem with anything, 
especially alcohol and especially me. Is this story starting to feel familiar? In 2014, towards the winter, I started going out less and staying in more, but I kept up my daily quota of empty calories by drinking. After work, I'd go to a hip-hop yoga class or maybe the gym, drive home via the drive through bottle shop and buy a bottle of Savion Blanc and a Pinot just in case. I'd walk through my front door, brown paper bags under one arm, handbag in the other, kick off my fabulous shoes, undo my bra strap, sigh loudly and pour a glass of wine. I would finish the bottle while I did normal stuff like shower, cook or order dinner and decompress from the day. At some point, I'd get myself into bed and fall asleep. My apartment was my sanctuary, a place where I could hide away and relax. And the wine helped. Sometimes I'd leave the heater on. Sometimes I'd sleep in my clothes. Usually I'd wake in the middle of the night, have some water, change into my pyjamas and go back to sleep only to wake up minutes later needing to pee. This was my routine. This was my normal. The next day I would get up, shake it off, start again, try again, say I wasn't going to drink again, go to work and begin the cycle again. I had a busy radio job, one that I love, love, loved. I hosted the National Drive Show in 2014. I had an excellent executive producer and an extraordinarily demanding work schedule. You see, I had to keep it together. I couldn't have a problem. I didn't have time for that. If people found out, it would be my undoing. The shame, the judgment, the headlines. The fear of my drinking secret being exposed crippled me into hiding it. My secret shame. To feel like I had control in my overplanned and structured to the microsecond schedule, I drank. At least I could control that until I couldn't anymore. You see, I didn't have a problem with alcohol. Alcohol was the problem. My relationship with alcohol had become problematic. In 2015, I embarked on a month-long self-experiment, a very casual stroll into sobriety. I had been questioning my drinking behaviour for years. It was clear I had developed a dependence. I didn't hit rock bottom. I arrived at a crossroads. If you have picked up this book, or it has been carefully placed in an obvious location in your house by a loved one, you too might be questioning your relationship with alcohol. That's okay. I've been there. It's called sober curiosity. And no, there isn't anything wrong with you. Somehow, your relationship with alcohol is out of balance. It's having a negative effect despite your best efforts to keep a handle on it. You can function, right? You get by okay, But there is a voice in your very busy head questioning if maybe you need to stop and you have no idea how to. And aren't you exhausted? I was. I was so exhausted. On paper, my life looked like a dream. But in the privacy of my tiny apartment in Melbourne, I was living in a nightmare. You might be able to relate to that. You might be disliking your situation as much as I did. Thriving Without Alcohol. This book is designed as a guide to help you discover a new approach to life, one where you are free from alcohol. It showcases how you can live a sober life and love it. I wrote this book to help you solve the internal conflict that you are tired of hearing on repeat and to equip you with practical tools for thriving without alcohol so you can create a life that loves you back and showers you with inner peace. 
a life without alcohol will lead to your happiest and healthiest days. Now, can you please do me a favor? Can you please take everything you think you know about alcohol, your relationship with it and what it does for you, and in your mind, place a big fat question mark there so we can explore the other side of what you think you know. Keep an open mind. Can you do that? Yes. Yes, you can. This book has been curated with, with the clear intention of helping you rediscover your strength. It's time for you to rewrite your own rule book about alcohol and take flight into a new season of life. Included are inspiring stories of overcoming alcohol, embracing sobriety, hearts being healed and purpose being birthed, as well as alcohol facts and stacks presented by several experts in their field. In the pages of this book, you'll find sobriety stories, which are excerpts from some of the conversations I have engaged with on my podcast, Last Drinks. Full episodes are referenced in your sober toolkit at the back of the book, should you wish to listen to them. The stories are presented about alcohol and sobriety are reinforced with these candid, honest, real stories. In addition, you'll have an opportunity to curate your personal sober toolkit, which will equip you with tools to set you up for successfully achieving sobriety. Along with this, I've included activities that will help you discover a clear intention for your sobriety. Congratulations on your bold choice to begin the process of self-learning, awareness, and change for your own betterment. There is a saying, mostly attributed to Buddha, that states, when the student is ready, the teacher will appear. I believe this to be most appropriate when tapping into sobriety and a key concept to keep in mind when assessing change management. As a student of sobriety, you will find lots of learning, exploration, uncovering, and growing. So many wonderful and challenging things lie ahead. Welcome to the adventure. So there it is. That's like the introduction to my book. And I wanted to share it with you first. No one has read that. I've read it a thousand times. I mean, I wrote it. My um, project manager at Wiley and my editor, my proofreader, my copy editor, they have all read that probably a thousand times too. Um, but other than that, no one has heard those words in that order. And it feels really cool to just have this book ready to go and to be able to share it with the world. So that's it. You heard, you heard it here first. If you want a copy of the book, if it sounds like something you might want to tap into, or maybe it's something that somebody that you know might benefit from having a copy of, you can pre-order a copy from my website, mazcompton.com. Um, and if you subscribe to the Hello Sunday Morning newsletter, there's actually going to be a cheeky discount code um, on May 28 through Hello Sunday Morning. So that's for a pre-ordered copies. So get around it, get amongst it, share it with the world. Um, I've poured my heart and soul into this book and I really, my, my hope, my aim, my intention, my purpose is that if just one person can reframe their relationship with alcohol and find their best and sober self, uh, I am well and truly stoked with that result. So I hope it speaks to you. Um, enjoy that. Enjoy your Mother's Day. As I said, this is a bit of a different episode. I just wanted to share the first part of my book with you. Uh, next week, it'll be back to the regular format with interviews and chats each Sunday morning. 
So have a wonderful Mother's Day and stay safe and stay sober. I was going to say bye. I never really sign off a podcast with goodbye, but love you. (laughs) Thanks for listening to Last Drinks Podcast. If you love this podcast, then subscribe. For more inspiration and to reach out, you can follow us on Instagram at lastdrinkspod. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.